Hey fam, welcome back to episode 2 It's been a fortnight since the last episode and I've missed you guys But hopefully this is the format we'll be rolling forward with this season on Jack Out of the Box Remember if you can help us out, please share as we want to build the JOTB community Okay, 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 that's enough shameless plugs there Jack Always looking for an in with the peeps But how are we all today? It's Dinesh back here with you we want to look at um, a bit of Jack's uni life today and as part of the ongoing series, looking at bits and pieces of Jack's life and where it's leading and and what we can um, learn from that around people with disabilities and also people in general. And today we're going to look at uni life and now Jack is coming to relatively the end of his degree after four years at uni. There's been a few chops and changes in the mix and we'll unpack that in today's session but basically Jack you've you've been at uni for four years it's a great time to reflect on all the um, outstanding achievements you've had and made and continue to make and let's start at the beginning how did it all roll out that uni was for you and getting all the applications everything that is required to to come to uni especially not only as a standard enrollment but with the extra needs that you've required yeah I think especially at UOW anyway and in my experience uh, they've certainly made it feel very seamless um, and I guess just how it should be for everybody regardless of like anything your disability your ableness your cultural background whatever the case is it should be the same for everyone and I certainly think the University of Wollongong have done a really good job at that uh, with their student accessibility inclusion team um, which is like their new disability services. So that was in the application phase to get to uh, uni. Yeah, I went through the typical um, university admissions centre um, application and then the UOW early admissions. And then once that was all in, the next step was to register with the SAIT team um, just so they could help me get my classroom needs for what I'll need at uni uh, up to speed. So pretty seamless transition and props to UOW for making that happen. And I know hanging out with you quite regularly, it's amazing to see like the accommodation needs that they've met, um, the access around the, the campus life. Even the, the bus runs have disabled access buses that you can just hop on and go into town when you need if you need to use it. So it's pretty cool that Wollongong has really turned it up and, and set up a, a very um, accessible town and society and um, it's it's led to you living an independent life because where you came from, a small rural country town, there's, what, about three or four um, students in your year group and 100 in the school, so it's a tiny area. Uh, and then to leave your family, which is like 500 kilometres away, to come to Wollongong... What, what was going through your mind at the time? You're finishing year 12, you're just hitting adulthood. You had to make your, your way in life now. Uh, yeah, I, I think I definitely did struggle with that a little bit. Um, but I think just my home life really um, brought me up to not stress about that sort of stuff. Like, if there was something I ever wanted to do, it was never a if, it was more of a when. So... Like most things, I haven't let my disability stop me from doing stuff. So I, I knew moving away from home was normal and 
I think I wanted to make make sure my life remained as normal as possible because I think there's no point getting hung up on what I can't do. It's more what I can do. So as much as I can do the normal stuff everyone else can, I want to continue that. So I sort of knew that if I could make the stressful part being like feeling homesick or just living in a new place or anything like that, I knew that would make it easier because that was going to be what everyone there was stressed out about. So on that line of homesickness, did you feel that initially? I know you you came to uni bang on when COVID hit and there was a lot of lockdowns and excuse me, going home and stuff like that, but did you feel like things were lost at times or you just felt, what have you done here? No, I don't think so. I think looking back at the like whole lockdown situation happening, I think it was probably a blessing in disguise for me, as strange as that sounds. So I'd come to uni, I'd been here three weeks, and then everything shut down and I ended up going home. So I think it, it made it feel more like a stepping stone that I'd been here for three weeks and then I'd got all that homesickness out of my system by going home so early. So then when I came back three months later, it like I knew what I was coming back for. And, and I knew what I was coming back to. And it seemed like even though there was a second lockdown, you stayed and it seemed like you'd figured out that was your niche, that you loved being down Wollongong, you love having the independence, you had a support network behind you, things were flowing that nowadays I, like you might go home once in six months because you've got a life now down here. Yeah, I think that was certainly the main thing I wanted to get out of moving away was that I could be comfortable living by myself. As much as I do enjoy going home to catch up with the family and my friends that are still around there, um, they're all really proud that I can live away from home and have a really good time doing it. And so in that, you you started uh, at University of Wollongong with... Uh, computer science under your belt you're going through that and what's happened since I sort of I really enjoyed that for the two years I did it um but then I think I just I lost that passion I had earlier on for uh, programming especially and I kind of realized that throughout that time I wanted to deal with people more than just computers so I've tra- I transferred to IT after my two years, uh, which is kind of basically the sister subject to computer science, but it's more um, the interaction of people and computers, not just the interaction of computers with other computers. And I went, that's kind of what I want to do. I want to be here to help people do stuff with computers. And I think I've made the right choice and I am really still passionate about that now so the beauty of uni is you're becoming an adult you're you're learning about yourself as well as the people around you you've got independence flexibility all these things that come into play with life that you may have been sheltered with back at home and from what i've seen you're just taking it grab the bull by the horns and just rolling with it which has been awesome but do you like do you still feel that uni has given you that opportunity to explore or do you feel that you've still got more to come? Oh, I mean, I think as everything, you kind of, you find out more stuff about you as you move into the workforce. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there is growing to come 
uh, with me like graduating fairly soon uh, and moving into having a career, uh, yeah, I'm sure that will I'll grow further on. But I think uni was a great stepping stone to. It's sort of like the middle ground between high school and having a career. You can still be a kid, but then you've also got the added responsibility of you being your own teacher, basically. So you've managed um, dealing with, like, I know at school you'd have a lot of support with your teachers pushing along, whereas now into adult education you've got to be a lot more independent. You've found it okay to balance life and uni, uni study and whatnot? Uh, yeah, so I've, I've always felt at uni uh, I kind of... I'm pretty motivated, so I'm able to get stuff done as I need it, which then lets me have that kid time as well. Um, so I know probably the biggest thing I do is play video games with my mates from home, and that's definitely been um, a great experience. Because then if you don't feel like going out and doing stuff, you can still socialise with your mates, and you don't even have to go anywhere. And I guess that's where us boomers can't comprehend about what life is like not seeing one another face-to-face. You've actually got a tight group of friends from back home who've gone all across the state, but you're still keeping in contact and keeping tight with them through your gaming. Yeah, so it's sort of... Like, it hasn't stopped me making friends here, but it it's always good to have that, uh, like, insurance that if you just want to hang out with people you've known forever, you can. But you can't necessarily be together in person, but you still are together rather than a phone call. You're um, yeah, killing zombies in a... <laughs> working together to do something. Um, so it always gives us a bit of fun stuff to do while we're just chatting. So through through your uni days, you've... you Usually um, students take on four subjects a semester. You've you've down that to three to balance the load. How, how has that helped? I... Honestly, I think I'd recommend that to everyone, regardless of if you come into uni uh, in the same situation I am, or you just, um, yeah, any school leaver, I would certainly recommend to at least have a think about cutting your load back to three quarters. Uh, it gives you more time to work on those three subjects. Uh, and then, as an added bonus, extra social time as well. Well, it seems like the four-day week is coming in society, so why not three subject semesters in, in university? Yeah, I certainly think it, it may add an extra year onto your course, but really um, it, let, it makes it so much more enjoyable. But in a sense, rather than you taking a gap year and doing nothing in that year or trying to find some work or some other opportunity, you've in an essence had it sort of at uni as well by taking that extra year at uni and enjoy that uni lifestyle before the craziness of work and the real life hits in. Yeah, I honestly, I'd never really thought of it like that, but, yeah, it does, makes it a lot less work, so it does feel a bit like a gap year, yeah. And then you, you, all your subjects have been a mixture of um, sort of individual work. How's it been doing, like, all the group projects and whatnot like that? They're, they're always um, a bit yeah, hairy at times. Yeah, look, they're interesting but i certainly think in the computer science it field it's certainly something that occurs in the workplace so really i don't think they there's no other way they could prepare us for it 
unless we're all taking internships or whatever. But, yeah, I think having that with your peers, you most of us don't really have that much in common. So it's always good to get a bit of real-world experience without having to go out and get a job. So how do you feel coming into uni and, and now you're progressing? Was it easy to make friends and, and socialise? I know... Uh, when you rolled in on the first day, there was like people are going, "Hey, Jack, what's happening, Jack?" Like they'd sort of known you beforehand that you're coming. But how's it been since, and what's the vibe been since at uni? Uh, yeah, I I think it's still fairly similar, but uh, I th- I think the main thing is I've grown more, and I'm more of that welcoming person um, that sort of doesn't know everyone specifically, but knows most people and is kind of an inviting person to come and chat to and I think me having that the first year I was here has let me um, realise how important that is for new uni students who may not have been away from home at all or are living in a new country or whatever wherever they come from I think having a friendly face certainly is helpful. And I know all the support that has been given to you, you're trying to pay it forward and help out the others um, as they come in. And that's why you, you applied for and, and took on a residential ambassador role. Yeah. So yeah. I experienced what the RAs did my first year and I was like, I want to do that for the new people, for the first years coming on uh, further down the track and that's what I get to do. And there's so much in that role that I think we'll we'll push that to next week and talk more about the residential ambassador role in more detail but for now you felt you've had a fulfilling university experience do you think it was worth it or do you think no I should have went into the workforce I should have done something else what do you what do you feel no I think in my case university was was the option and I certainly feel the same way now that I made the right choice I've got an awesome group of friends that I've met through uni um just my support crew um high school mates my high school mates living here at Coolabong um yeah I think it it's we've from when I started the community here at Coolabong's definitely become a bit more inviting um and I think I'm really glad that I got to sort of help lead that because yeah, I knew how important it was that I felt welcome, so I am extremely glad I got to do that with everyone. And it's been a really fortunate experience, but I think with a positive mindset, people feel that from you and they also give it back. So that's really important that with anything we do in life, if we're positive and we know it's going to go and we're willing to give it a go, that it can happen. And it's been like a really cool journey. And what are, what are some of the, the things that you've wished would have gone better? Is there anything that you, you would have structured better or done better or felt was a bit iffy at the time? I mean, what I've always come back to is that having the great support team I have allows me as a uni student to stress about university stuff rather than worrying about who's on shift next, who's helping me out of bed the next day, who's getting me dinner tomorrow night. Um... I know that's going to happen. So I can be a uni student and stress out about uni, not my life as well. Um, Yeah, and I think that's... If there's one thing everyone can take away from this, um, that 
no matter what you want to do, there's a support network that's there to help you get through it. Do you think you could have done it alone? No, I don't think so. Like, it's a big team effort for me. Having that support crew, having friends. Um, I think that's a life lesson, though. No one can get anywhere without a support network. Yeah, 100%. And it just may mean your support network's a little bit larger, but the beauty is, look at how well-oiled it is, is that you can be you. You can do you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's covered. It's looked after. Your support's there, which is the whole intention of this whole um, experience, was that it wasn't to weigh you down with your looking after things about your disability. It was living life and you experiencing uni like every other student would. Yeah, and I'm extremely proud that I've been able to do that and I'm super grateful at the great support network I've got. And it'll only continue to grow from here as you start looking for jobs, looking for new accommodation because next year you'll have to move on to newer and greener pastures. But you've got the foundation now to build and, and move forward and I think that's really awesome based on taking up this challenge of uni and uni life. Yeah, it's super fulfilling to see it coming to an end. Looking back on the whole four years, um, it's just been a great experience that I couldn't recommend more. And what's what's your biggest takeaway from uni life? What have, what have you enjoyed the most? Oh, I think just the community that it builds. Like, you've got any given day here now, we've got, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to put a guess on how many people are around, but we're all here working towards the common goal of getting a degree and getting into the workforce. So I think... It's it really allowing you to share ideas and you've got a good setup where you go to trivia once a week, you, you participate yeah, you, in the games. The best thing about it is everyone's so different that you can just be yourself. And that's really important too. You, you bring your unique identity, but people don't pigeonhole you into their their setup, do they? Yeah, you can really find your niche and hang out with the people you want to. So I think... I think that's a really cool cool idea and it's a great way to end up today's today's podcast and we'll, we'll delve more into this next week in the uni life space and over the coming weeks. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening today. As always, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, fist bump, hug, High five and tune into every episode here at J O T B podcast. Peace out. Peace. Peace.